Welcome to the 25 Days of Christmas, an Advent podcast where we take a look into a Christmas movie or special every day until December 25th. I am Patricia, and I'm here with my sister, Carlene. Hello, everyone. Today, we're going to be talking about the 2000 film, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So this is the second adaptation of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, based off of the book by Dr. Seuss. But this is the first live-action one, and uh, would be the first out of two. The second one would be Cat in the Hat, but we're talking about the one that pretty much started it all. So... Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, starring Jim Carrey, and it's the same story as How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The Grinch just hates Christmas, and he has a plan to steal everything from the Who's of Whoville, and then he learns about the true meaning of Christmas with his heart growing three sizes that day. So there's a lot of differences from the original book, and we'll talk more about that. So let's talk about what we really liked about this movie. So... Uh, the storyline is much more in-depth than compared to the book and the 1969 Christmas special. It's a lot longer. It's about an hour and 40 minutes. So they add a lot of things to it, such as a backstory for the Grinch. And they also add in a subplot involving with the Who's just being involved with celebrating Christmas with commercialism and getting gifts and having all these celebrations and Cindy Lou Who, who just doesn't feel satisfied about Christmas, who wants to know what it really means. Is Christmas more than just the presents and all the festivities because she's just not feeling it, almost like Charlie Brown, like we talked about a a few days ago. And of course, the Grinch has to have all of his witty remarks because it's Jim Carrey. And they've added a love interest, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is the only it's the adaptation o- that has a love interest. Yes, this is the only adaptation out of the three that has a love interest for the Grinch, Mother May. I mean, what was it, Martha, Martha. May? <laughs> Martha May, yeah. So Martha May is the love interest for the Grinch. And interesting addition, I might add. I never would have thought about adding a love interest for the Grinch of all people. And I honestly think it's a great idea. I like it a lot. I almost would have been liked to see it in the other Grinch movie. Well, that wouldn't have been possible because they had nothing to do with one another. Uh, Warner Brothers did that one. No, but I still think it would have been interesting to see what what spin they would have given to that. I love the Grinch. I love this movie. This is one of my favorite Christmas movies. This is one of my favorite movies in general. I just really like it. And for a lot of reasons, and some that don't make sense. Okay. But I just, I do really enjoy this movie. I like Jim's Car- Jim Carrey's take on the Grinch. He adds a little bit of that darkness and mystery and that like you could tell he's lonely but he's trying to hide it and and then humor. 
you know, like, in the best kind of way. Mm-hmm. I love the mannerisms of the Grinch and, like, his oddly shaped self. Yeah. Is really highlighted and, and kind of comes to a pinnacle in this movie for me. I enjoy the dynamics, the relationships that he has with all of the different characters. I enjoy the the, the, the backstory. I enjoy the plots of the story. Yeah. I like the romance between him and uh, Martha. I do. I like that, the intrigue and... How funny, you know, another, like, she always knew she liked the Grinch, and I don't know. I mean, there was actually a detail that you pointed out to me that I didn't even know about. Yeah, I don't know where I heard it either, but I was watching something that was kind of showing maybe, like, the correlations of little hints that show you that she likes the Grinch all along. Like, she wears a lot of green eyeshadow, she wears a lot of little green accents, and one of the gifts that he makes her or not one, the only gift he makes her as a kid, um, an angel for the top of her tree, once it's destroyed, it had little gem pieces, and it said that she, like, repurposed those gem pieces into, like, a headpiece. Yeah, for her hair. And wear it throughout. And it's just funny to see her get giddy and, like, a little bit, you know, huffy whenever he's around. Yeah. Uh, And he's oblivious to it. I think some of, you know, he's funny. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also I, I did like about how he was able to make it. Family heirloom smash. Mm-hmm. I like Cindy Lou's character too. I think she's cute and sweet. And I like that she's not afraid of the Grinch. And that like kind of like she's connected to the Grinch in a lot of ways, you know. Like him uh, at a young age, she's trying to understand the meaning of Christmas. Um, and she, everyone around her seems to not understand her you know they're either like don't respect her because she's a kid and they're like what does this kid know or they're too busy being cheerful and so she maybe feels a little bit like is there anyone out there who has doubt and is it okay to have christmas doubt and the only person that she can think of that shared that doubt is the grinch yeah and so she goes looking for answers about his backstory to understand him more, but then also to seek him out to see if somehow they can connect in that. And I like that. I like that part. And she was the one who gave the suggestion to the mayor about making him the cheermeister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she's the one who like really wanted to incorporate him and have him join, you know, the Who's. I like the character of Max in here. They did a really great job. This This dog does so good. Yeah. Yeah, he was able to be very helpful for the Grinch. He has a lot of expressions. Mm-hmm. And I think that, again, just like you were saying earlier about Martha May, Max has an interesting theory. Yeah, another another story I heard. This one's a little bit sadder, but it may or may not be. So I think I heard this one, if you can believe it, on Instagram. So I don't really know where the theory originates from. But essentially, we know that the Grinch... Well, in this adaptation, it seems that once he climbed the mountain to crump it, he doesn't actually come back down to the town until later when he tries to, I guess, get ready to... Why, why, why does he originally come down? He comes down to the town to basically just wreak havoc. Yeah, like wreak havoc before Christmas and things. Yeah, but, because the 2018 version of the Grinch, he only came down so that he can get food because he was emotionally eating. Mm-hmm. And he actually, I guess, eats like real food versus here in this movie. He just eats garbage. <laughs> he eats garbage. So I think like in this movie, it's this is one of the it's believed that this is one of the first times he's returning to the town. It's almost gotten too cheerful and too like much for him. So now he's like really going down and trying to kind of create mayhem and yes. havoc. And this is kind of what like is the start to what will be later become like his desire to really ruin Christmas. Right. 
Um, he gets a taste for it and wants to continue. So in this theory, he has not left Mount Crumpet since he was a little boy. And since he pretty much survives off of the trash of all the Who's, Max, the theory came, well, he didn't go into town looking for Max. Where has Max come from? So one of the theories is that Max wandered off and kind of found himself, you know, on this mountain and the Grinch saved him. The next theory is that sometimes people like to gift animals for Christmas, which, you know, to each their own, but it is maybe advisable just if that's something you're thinking, just to take a step back and really evaluate that. Pets um, are a gift, but they're also a commitment, hopefully for the whole life of that animal. And so if someone receives that, uh, an animal is a gift, so let's hope that they really wanted that animal. Yeah. But, so I guess that one of the theories is someone did not want an animal, and poor Max ended up in the landfill, or the garbage, and the Grinch um, rescued him from there. Interesting. Yeah, then afterwards it plays very similar to the original short story, in which you have the Grinch planning for Christmas, where he dresses up as Santa Claus, he comes up with a plan of how he's going to steal all the stuff from Whoville. It's kind of interesting, because in this version of the Grinch, he goes to Cindy Lou Who's house first, while in the 2018 version, he goes there last. Mm. So I thought it was interesting. Yeah. And then there's also the fact that um, you have the mayor's house and he actually decides to play off with Max, you know, kissing, you know, Max's butt. Yeah, yeah. I really like the interactions he has with the mayor because the mayor is a bully. Yeah. And he's really annoying, but yet he's one of those like people that get away with being bad and like they seemingly climb to the top of power success mm-hmm. and he's, he gets to the, he's been a bully his whole life. Now he's the mayor of the town. And so he uses his position whenever he's with the Grinch to kind of like be mean and undermining him and reminding him like, you know? Yeah, and because he has that power, he thinks he can be able to get anything he wants, such as proposing to Martha May. Yeah, I mean, he's always liked Martha May. Yeah. But I, I just liked that the Grinch in this version has a little more like mischief to him. Like the, the other, the other Grinch, was a little bit sweeter and softer and this one he is not a he does not care to blow up trees and he does not care to you know what I mean crash cars and And drag mayors in the town square and and shave their heads heads. yeah like I like that I think it's kind of funny it's like rock and roll Grinch I mean he does not hold back to Cindy Lou Who I mean even though that he's He's a little girl uh huh yeah even though that he does save her from you know being crushed by the fragile foot he does wrap her up into gift uh, wrapping and he does you know pull down the lever so that she goes down the chute so again he does just not hold back he simply just doesn't care not even that moment with max when max is celebrating christmas while he's gone being the cheermeister and then he said are you having a holly jolly christmas and then he just kicks him out yeah i think i kind of like that like there's some element about that i like you know, and it's weird because that's not usually something I would enjoy. Right. But he makes it work. There's like, I don't understand, because it's a little bit cruel, but, and I'm not saying that there's anything great about cruelty. That's not what I'm saying at all. But Jim Carrey has a, a way of making something like a scene like that feel less about being mean and more about like, like the com- the comical element and an angle to it. Yeah. You know? And I enjoy, I like that. Yeah. It, it has a hint of black comedy. Yeah. 
I mean, and, and also there's a lot of like really humorous moments, like you know checking his answering machine, even mm-hmm. though that he clearly has nobody to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Then checking his schedule to see if he can be yes. the cheer miser. It's like three o'clock, self loathing, mm-hmm. and then he even goes through well, like the self loathing comes later. <laughs> oh, okay, self loathing comes later. Yes, I think self loathing is scheduled for is it seven thirty? I think so. After, oh, but it's it, after dinner, I think. Yeah, after and, dinner and. You know, he can cancel on himself again, and then... You know, then, like, stares into the abyss. Yeah, stares into the abyss and the ceiling, yeah. Mm -hmm. But but then again, he'd always move it to nine. Yeah. (laughs) I I love that. And um, then what was it like, um, you know, do I eat because I'm bored? Mm -hmm. And I like that part, too. Like, in the other Grinch, they kind of brought an element of that, too. Oh, the emotional eating, yeah. Yeah, emotional eating. So, yeah, but it's... And I think the reason why parts of that happen is because when you're alone and you're lonely... You're trying to find things to fill your time. Yeah. And things that you would normally, like, do with others or socially or, you know, like, mm-hmm. you, you don't have that. So, the Grinch is find, trying to find meaning for his life and trying to fill his life. Right. And so, you kind of see those things. And I don't know about anybody else, but sometimes in the moments where you're feeling a little more isolated or alone... We kind of fall into those kind of ruts. Oh, sure, sure. And if it's not that, then he's scaring the people who go up to Mount Crumpet. Mm -hmm. Or he goes down to Whoville himself and he just causes ruckus because he can. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that... really also, like, another scene that is pretty, like, maybe not a huge deal, but I liked, like, in the Grinch, the 2018 version, when his heart grows... It's it's dramatic, but not as dramatic as Jim Carrey. Like you, you can hear the thumping and him violently throwing his body around, and the tear like body is like, eyes are leaking. Yeah, and then, and then he cries to Max saying, "Help me!" Yeah, I just thought it was funny. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that overly over the top scene. And then another the over the top scene where he actually checks on himself in the X ray to yeah, see yeah, if yeah. his heart is actually still small. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I like those things. And then the stuff with the Who's, you know, when you come back every once in a while where you see Cindy Lou Who or you see mm-hmm. Martha May. I mean, there's this whole competition thing with um, Cindy Lou Who's mother and Martha mm-hmm. May about who has the best Christmas lights in their house. But the crazy thing about, for me, that I think is interesting about Martha May is I almost feel like she's misunderstood because she's such a goody two-shoes, always good at everything, the perfect. But, like, she's also really nice and really sweet. And yeah. I think that, like... People read her wrong, and that's why maybe the Grinch never understood her affections for him. Mm-hmm. Because he just assumed, like most people, like, goody two-shoes, you know, blah, blah, blah. But she was, she's kind of one of those girls that you sometimes see that are into the bad boys, the rebel kind. Oh, sure. She just has that, like, even though she looks sweet and innocent, she has, like, a like a different layer to her, a deeper layer. And whenever she interacts with uh, Cindy Lou Who's mom, who feels like she's in competition with her, she always has some really kind and nice things to say. And I, it, I think it's genuine. I don't think it's like, you know, her being snarky or anything. Yeah, I mean, she just said, "Oh, look at this chandelier. This is an antique. This is new." I mean, sure, it can come across as that, but mm-hmm. that wasn't her intention. No, I think that she, she's always complimenting her, and uh, and she always comp- she seems to compliment people around. And so... Yeah. And the family of Cindy Lou Who is different. With the 2018 version, it was a single mom with two baby twins. Mm -hmm. And this one, it's two older boys and the parents and Mm -hmm. Cindy Lou Who is the youngest. We don't get a focus on the tw- the, the the boys in this one. It's just the parents and then Cindy Lou Who. Yeah. I didn't, I've completely forgot that she had two older brothers until we actually saw them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, like the, I like that it shows her 
interactions with her dad and her mom, but like her dad too, you know? Yeah, her dad is a postal worker. I don't know what her mom does. I'm not sure, but that's not important. I don't think it mentions it. Yeah, but the thing that makes Cindy Lou Who stand out is the whole Charlie Brown thing about like trying to find out what the true meaning mm-hmm. of Christmas is. She even has a song that she sings, which again, I think it may be on your Spotify list mm-hmm. of the Christmas songs that we're playing. So yeah, I think that there are a lot of differences to the original book. Um, now let me ask you something. What was added into the this movie from the book that you didn't like? I can. I don't know if I can think of anything. Oh really? Well, let's see. I mean, like the fact that the Grinch actually was raised by two older people, and then he went over to school and that kind of stuff. Never happened in the book. Mm-hmm. It was just like you have the Grinch. He lives alone in a mountain with his dog, mm-hmm. and then he. D- Remember, we talked about that. Like, so Dr. Seuss made children's book for small children. Yes. Not older children. This is not novel based, and you know, like books for small kids are what five to ten pages long. Sure. Fifteen, if you're pushing it. Sure. And it's mainly like. Um, illustrations with and so he nailed it he his illustrations were beautiful mm-hmm. um his story like his imagination well like wow like the who's like we've talked about live on a speck and yeah. floating throughout the universe you know what i mean yes i do and so like what an imagination his characters all come to life in different ways and they are they are so rich in textures and, and shapes and he's doing that for a very small a very small audience. Right. A very young audience, forgive me. So, like, the details, the story, behind the scenes details, you're not going to get that from the story. Fair enough. So, when you're going to create a movie that you want someone to sit down for an hour and a half, two hours, you need to bring that storytelling into his original um, telling of the Grinch. Okay. So, I like the backstory. I like that there's the idea that maybe he was supposed to be delivered somewhere else and ended up in the wrong who village because he looks like no one. Yeah. Would they question whether he is even as a who? I like that he has, you know, the, romant- the romantic background. He's old enough and it's interesting. Yeah. I like the connections they have with, with everything. I, I, I can't. I really like this movie. I don't know very much about it that I don't like. Okay, then. I think that um, overall, um, interesting interpretation of The Grinch. It It is completely different from both the book and the special, but, I mean, if you like that, then I would say check it out. If you're more of a purist, then there's other ways that you can be able to find the original source material. So... Mm-hmm. All right, let's rate it in terms of watchability. I'm watching this every year, sometimes twice a year. <laughs> okay. As for me, I probably won't watch it as much unless I'm with you to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I force you. Exactly. Um, but yeah, if I'm with you, I'm watching it every year. Yep. But if I'm by myself, maybe I'll watch it every few years. Okay. Okay, let's rate it. I wish I could get to a space where I give things a perfect five. I don't know why I'm so critical. Like, you gave a perfect five to something else and I feel so impressed. Yeah, I gave a perfect five to the Charlie Brown Christmas special. You haven't I mean, given a five yet. It's because it's so hard for me to, like, give things a five. If you're gonna give it a five to something that you really like, give it that five. I, I do like this movie. I'm going to give it a five. There you go. Yay. <laughs> All right. I don't like it as much as you do. I'll probably give it a three. But hey, you know what? I gave the 2018 version of The Grinch a two. So, you know, I've like I said, I've grown more into it as time went on, thanks to you. Mm-hmm. It's like I said that the 2018 version of The Grinch really showed me that, wow, you know, the, 20, the 2000 version of The Grinch actually tried to actually do something different. So... Mm-hmm. Okay, 
I think that I will give it that score. Good. All right. I'll stick it to my five. Yep, you stick to your five. <laughs> All right, everyone. That is our discussion of the 2000 version of Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Let us know in the comments below about what your thoughts of it are. Let us know if you actually prefer either the 1965 special, this movie, or the 2018 Illumination version. Oh. If you haven't yet, please like, comment, subscribe, share this with your friends. If you haven't yet, then please you know, subscribe over to the channel because I've been seeing that more people who have been tuning into our stuff are not subscribers. So please subscribe if you can. It really helps the channel. Tune in tomorrow as we're going to be talking about our last Christmas movie or special for 25 Days of Christmas. Until then, catch you later. And happy Merry Eve Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas Eve, you filthy animals. <laughs> and a Happy New Year. <laughs>